Seed to Sound, presented by Banks, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Seed to Sound. I'm Catherine DeMuro, a co-producer here on our Banks podcast. And in today's episode, Hannah Holmgren chats with Colorado Badge Network about this really awesome online community they've built for cannabis. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, to Seed to Sound, presented by Vangst. My name is Hannah Holmgren, and I am one of your producers here at Seed to Sound. I am also stepping into the hosting seat for the first time today. And I am here with Haley Witherell from AgriScience Labs and Joe Webb from Northern Lights Dispensary, and they make up two-thirds of the trio that runs the Colorado Badged Network Facebook group. What's up, you guys? Hey, thanks for having us. Well, my gosh, you're so welcome. I'm so happy that you guys are finally here um, and happy to finally be recording this podcast with you. And yeah, let's just jump right into the questions. So tell us about Colorado Badged Network and your roles running the group. Colorado Badged Network is the largest organization of badge holders in the state of Colorado. We have about 6,000 members right now. Um, The most active part of the organization is the forum, and it is based on Facebook. I'm one of the admins and owners of the business, and I've been on the team since 2016. Um, I started the page. I don't remember when now. Uh, 2015, 2016? I think. I think early 2016. We'd have to double check. Yeah, early 2016. <laughs> so we've been rocking about three years now. And nice. uh, I started it originally looking for trimmers to come and help at my where at my warehouse for the store. Mm-hmm. And we had 12 members at the time, and nobody really needed a job that badly out of the 12 <laughs> members. But um, I invited a few friends that I knew that were in the industry, and over time, they invited their friends, and it just kind of um, avalanched into what it has become today. You know, over the last two and a half years, we've gained thousands of people who are currently badged and working in the industry or looking for work in the industry. And, It's really been a really great asset to everybody, I think. Yeah, that's fantastic. So the process of getting into the group, I know a little bit about it because I've checked into it and I have checked out the group on somebody else's login because I don't have a badge myself. Um, But so, yeah, tell us about that process. How does somebody get into the Facebook group? Yeah, so it's a very simple process. We ask three questions upon admission, and without answering those questions, those people are not even acknowledged. (laughs) Um, The first question we ask is for your badge number. We want to know that you have a current badge that's issued by the MED. Mm -hmm. Uh, We then cross-check that with the MED's public website that allows us to make sure that that badge wasn't revoked or you know, forfeited. Mm -hmm. And after that, we just list off our very few rules that we require of the page and ask that people acknowledge that the rules exist and that they can follow them. Besides for that, we just want to know what their business is and how we can help them out. And that's what we do. What was the original goal or intention behind creating CBN? Um, And how have those goals evolved and changed as the industry has grown and changed? Yeah, originally when I started the group, again, I was just looking for a couple of trimmers to help at the store. It wasn't, I had zero intentions of what this might become or Mm -hmm. what it is. And uh, at the time... It, it was really slow, you know. So over the over the course of time, we were like, this is going to be a job search page. We're going to have people looking for positions, how to get them into the industry or how to get somebody out of their unhappy situation and into a better one. Well, over time, it's grown so much that not everybody in the industry is actually looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. Some people want to network and some people just want to talk about new products or help figure out what else is out there, you know, what they might be missing at their current stores. 
So over time, we figured, um, with the help of some of our members who were very active at the time, that we can now make this a networking site. And that's what we've transformed it into from the Colorado badge jobs or Colorado jobs page to Colorado badge network. And it just really flows too. So yeah, and it really is a network. I mean, I've spent a little bit of time in there. um, When we were posting about our career fair in July, and we were trying to get people to come in and, you know, sign up for tickets. It's kind of amazing the different types of posts that are in there and how people communicate with one another. There's such a camaraderie there that I just think is amazing. And you really don't find that in a public forum anywhere else, at least not from what I've seen. I'm very new to the industry, so maybe there's something else out there. Maybe in other states there's something else. But I know that it, at least for Colorado, you guys are it. You created that. That's amazing. I hope you're very proud of yourselves for doing that. That's <laughs> Thank fantastic. You. Thank you. We definitely are. It's uh, It's been amazing. It's been a fun ride. I bet. <laughs> and while it started for jobs, I mean, with the networking and the way it expanded, that was kind of the push of the members. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to remove those posts or shape it. We kind of let the community shape itself. So that's kind of been the funnest part, seeing how it's shaped. Yeah. Um, what challenges have you each faced working within the cannabis industry? I mean, you both have very different jobs. Um for your day jobs. They're quite different, but I'm sure you faced similar challenges. Honestly, most of the challenges I face do come from running the group. Oh, wow. Um, working at the lab, it's great. I love it. The group's a little tough, though, because it's a lot of people in the industry. And one of mm-hmm. my favorite things about the industry is how passionate everyone is. Um, but that can also be a hindrance because it's it's not an easy task to keep everyone civil and on topic. Yeah. <laughs> and, like I said, it's one of my favorite things about the industry, but it's it's tough to manage sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say that the most challenging aspects of the industry are just the constant changes in the laws and in the rules. And being as a dispensary employee, it's extremely hard because what's okay today may be different tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or what's okay today, you know was okay you know but now it's absolutely illegal and you can't do that anymore so there's a very fine line in this legal industry and very new industry so I'd say that that's probably one of the the toughest for me Mm -hmm. Um, I would also have to agree that the page is a challenge all on its own Uh, like Haley said you're gonna have a lot of very passionate people Mm -hmm. and some people forget that this is a professional page and we're trying to run this as a as professional as possible and some people think since they're on Facebook you're gonna have your trolls you know you're gonna have your people who like to just poke fun and post memes all day and that's just not really what we're going for Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely that makes sense I mean it's at the end of the day it is still a business you have to treat it like one and that's all you expect from the people that are in it exactly seems like a simple concept (laughs) yeah you would think (laughs) Um, how do you balance an ever-growing social media presence with your day jobs? It's definitely tough. So we both work full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, Very full-time. <laughs> <laughs> and even outside of my 40 hours, you know, I do sales, I do marketing. So mm-hmm. I, I work for AgriScience even when I'm not on the clock at AgriScience. Right. Um, but the, the group actually takes a lot of time, too. I mean, when I'm on vacation... I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, while I'm on vacation, I'm not working on my other job, but you can't really take a vacation from the group. And we're working on bringing other people in to give us help mm-hmm. because it takes a lot of time. It takes hours and hours every day. Oh, yeah. So 
it's, it's I love it, <laughs> but it's it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely looking forward to bringing some more people on board to help us out a little bit, mm-hmm. so we don't get too drained and pulled away from other responsibilities. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've also learned that even though the legal cannabis industry, though the stores close anywhere between seven and midnight people in the cannabis industry are still selling cannabis all day long. They don't care. <laughs> people are looking for jobs at 2.30 in the mm-hmm. morning. And, you know, sometimes there's very in- inappropriate things that people want to post in the group. And we have to, it's our job to make sure that that's not going to pass. Mm-hmm. And we really try to make sure that we're not censoring it to the point where people hate the group, but also enough that everything stays relevant and on point. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. On topic, I should say. (laughs) So explain CBN's role in getting more people involved and employed within the industry. Well, like we said, it began began as a job board. Um, And now it's grown to be a place where you can discuss anything related to the industry. Job listings are still one of the most common posts, and they're Mm -hmm. always encouraged. It's really the number one way for people in the industry to network and connect with other industry members. So we also had a third partner originally when we started the platform named Phil Macaron. He used to work with Lucky Turtle. Mm -hmm. Uh, He just left the country, actually, to go live in Vietnam and teach English as a second language. Oh, wow. Hi, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Sending love to Phil. Um, I think he put it best about the group, and he called it the water cooler of the cannabis industry. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about your water cooler in the office. Everybody kind of huddles around it, fills up their cup, and just chomps it up, talks, you know talks business, talks pleasure, talks fun. And we try to be that water cooler for the industry Mm -hmm. and make it a very accessible place, being as 90% of people are already on Facebook. You're already wasting your time, so (laughs) might as well try and waste it in a good way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So you've seen all of these job posts, and, and of course that is how it started. This is a first and foremost, a podcast for, for job seekers, people looking to get into the industry. What do you consider to be the ideal candidate for the cannabis industry? So for me, I always think that the ideal candidate is somebody who is um, driven, self-driven, you know, somebody who is empowered. You can not only lift up yourself, but lift up those around you. Be the best you that you can be. When I started in this industry personally, I was just a trimmer in a warehouse and I had absolutely no expectations or aspirations within this industry. And it all just kind of snowball affected you know itself it just happened um i was at the grow i got a phone call telling me that there was availability at the store so i jumped on it and i just kept working my way up so i just encourage everybody else to put your best foot forward and always be professional even though it's the cannabis industry and everybody thinks that there's the stereotypical stoner who's mm-hmm. lazy and tired and wears you know ripped jeans or sweatpants to work it's just it's not the place for that and mm-hmm. i i encourage the professionality within this industry Absolutely. And like Joe, I worked my way up in 2013. I started at $10 an hour, bud tending. I mean, you really have to be willing to work your way up from an entry-level position. But if you're professional, you're a natural leader, and you work hard, you'll move up quicker than any other industry that exists. And that's what's so beautiful about the cannabis industry. You have to be, be patient, keep a positive attitude, and good things will come. Definitely. So, Joe, you kind of touched on it before yeah. with the uh, the stoners or uh, the phrase that I've heard since I started in the industry, dab dudes, which is my personal favorite. <laughs> I like that. I've never heard that. I like yeah. <laughs> that's me after work. <laughs> nice. I think that's a lot of us after work. <laughs> 
Um, but what's the what's the biggest myth about this industry that you'd like to dispel? I'd like to dispel the myth that everyone working in the industry simply consumes cannabis <laughs> all day. I know many hardworking professionals in this industry. It's not all fun and games. These are very high-risk jobs, and we take them very seriously. The first thing that I have on my list of myths within the cannabis industry is, no, we don't get high at work all day, <laughs> just like Haley said. <laughs> It's a common myth. Um, we have a lot of consumers who will come through the store and be like, this is the coolest job ever. You guys are always high. And no, we're not. Uh, we just really love the product and we spend all of our day around it. And it's absolutely amazing. Um, I'd say another pretty big myth within the cannabis industry, at least among consumers, is that the THC percentage is the most important thing about purchasing cannabis. Mm. In my personal opinion, I don't think that that's the most important thing when you're going to buy cannabis. And that's the first question that most people ask when they walk in the door is for your highest THC. So. Oh, yeah. That's not something yeah. I, I would have thought about. I don't partake myself. I've had bad experiences in the past. I'm terrified to partake again. Uh, but that's something that I would absolutely assume. Yeah. So that's that's really interesting. I guess I have to do more research on that. Sim yeah, it's <laughs> not like alcohol in that matter, at mm -hmm. least. Not yet. <laughs> I don't partake in that either. So I'm just real boring all around. <laughs> Me neither. It's all good. <laughs> and the last question I have for you. Um, what advice do you have for job seekers trying to enter into the industry? Um, yeah, I just said put, put your best foot forward. Um, just because we're working with cannabis doesn't mean that you should be less professional. Um, I encourage people to look the part, act the part, and I think that if you use your professionality within any part of this industry, it will help you move forward faster than you think. Definitely always keep a positive attitude, and if you're passionate about cannabis and you want to work as part of a team, then it'll be good to you, the industry. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> well, thank you so much, both of you, for being here today. We really appreciate you guys coming on to Seed to Sound. It's been such a pleasure to meet you and get to know you guys a little bit better and get to know the background to CBN. Um, and if there's anything you want to add, any last-minute plugs you want to give before we close out throw them down. <laughs> well, firstly, thank you very very much for having us. Um, it's been a pleasure. And I'd like to say hi, mom. Hi, dad. <laughs> I'm sure they're proud of me. I used to get kicked out of the house for smoking weed and now I get a paycheck. So hell yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks so much for having us. And also hi, mom. She said she was excited to listen to this later. <laughs> and cut. Seed to Sound, presented by Vanks, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Produced by Hannah Holmgren and Catherine Jamiro. Music by Tyson Weigel. For more information, visit www.blog.vanks.com. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name's Kate, and I'm your host of the Pop Moms Podcast. I started the Pop Moms Podcast, well, because I wanted to end the stigma against using cannabis, specifically with moms 
but also anyone who chooses to consume. I strive for a balance of humor and education, along with some pretty rad guests, to help combat social biases that come with consuming cannabis. Kids are hard. Join me for regular podcast episodes packed with parenting hacks, real-life stories, and of course, my favorite cannabis products. The days are long, but the years are short. So roll another J and take a deep breath. Keep blazing and stay amazing.